Welcome, welcome to the Sharp Boy Show. I have returned. Yes, I know I was away for a bit. I've been insanely busy running around New York State. I did four days away, 14 stops. Some of you saw some of them. I can't always, uh, I, I can't always, um, uh, go live with them. I try to, but sometimes either it's not the right area, right in the right place. There's a wedding next door, whatever. So it's not always appropriate. So I tried to live them as much as I could. And those I didn't, I tried to give you photos so you could see what I was doing. And also you could also see, uh, the places I'm eating and, One thing I hope you notice when I run around New York State, I go out of my way to always be in a locally owned facility in some way, a locally owned store, a locally owned vape shop, uh, a locally owned um, uh, bar or restaurant or diner or VFW, uh, American Legion. I try to go out of my way to do something that's local um, to the best of my ability. I'm trying to support the local communities I go out of my way to do that. So I hope you guys at least see that as I'm going, going around. Some of you are like, well, Larry, is that where you spend the money? Yes. Yes. So I'm putting the money back into New York State, right? That's what I'm doing, right? Into this, into this race, into getting things moving forward to making everything rock and roll. So yes, that's what I'm doing. Correct. Yes. So in any case, I'm so glad you guys joined me today. I know I missed Mondays, so I'm doing Wednesday's AMA. But something else was very interesting as I ran around. People were talking about the show. They were saying the things that some of them like. And I heard this probably five times, maybe. They said, Larry, we really miss your Tuesdays with Andy. And I'm like, I know. Me too. But I don't miss Andy. Right. But I do miss the Tuesdays with Andy, but I don't miss I don't miss Andy. So I said, you know, Tuesdays with Kathy is not as good, but it's something right. It is something. And I appreciate that. So I thought because so many asked for it tonight, I'm bringing back Tuesdays with Kathy. But I'm doing a Wednesday. So it's Wednesdays with Kathy this time. I don't know if I can keep it. If Tuesdays, whatever, but we'll see what we can do. Before I start, please, guys, always, I know I bug you. You hear me all the time. Please do it. Share, comment, and like. And when you comment, you know what you can do with a comment? Do a little question. Little question. How are you? What's going on? Little question. Hopefully other people see the question. They'll respond, and there'll be more comments. So comment with a question. It's awesome. Get people going. I would love that. And click that button somehow. It does help tremendously in getting past the shadow banning that I always get. It does matter, of course. Well, small political quiz. As you know, I'm always asking you to take it. They are my sponsors. So be good. Take the quiz. Share the quiz. People like it. It's fun. It makes my sponsors happy. Click that button right there. You see it. And of course, if you want to support me, you can by going to the Larry Sharp uh, Money Bomb, which is actually, you know, I should change that. It actually is um, LarrySharp.com slash 20K. I should probably change that, shouldn't I? I will. I'm going to change that. So in any case, that that's what it is. Um, I, uh, I hope you guys are uh, want to um, support whatever you can. It does make sense. I'm going to change it right now, actually, because I, I probably should do that. There we go. That's what it actually is. That's a better one right there. Let me say that. And there it is. Larsha.com slash 20K. That would help if you want to make sure that we have a, a match to make that happen. So let me grab, if I could, this is her Majesty speaking about the most important thing that's happening, most important, and what's on everybody's mind across New York State. Everybody's worried about it. Everybody is children being shot. 
Number one. Yeah, it's not number one. It's important. Your children should not get shot. It does matter. It just isn't the number one thing on our minds, but it's what our governor, our governor is talking about. And here she is. Delighted to see, my friend, the majority leader of the New York State Senate. Yes. Andrea Stewart Cousins, who yes. also is someone who deeply believes in giving young people the opportunity to have a different outcome in their lives. And She has. She has been in the Senate forever and done exactly nothing to make that happen. So well done. She she cares a lot. And I can feel the love. I can't feel any effect that I can't feel. feel. But love. Ah, she cares tremendously. Look, she's wearing a little scarf thing. That's lots of love there. I look forward to entering into a new session together, one filled with cooperation and collaboration and making sure that we put the needs of our constituents first, starting with the young children we're trying to save from a possible life of yes. devastation as a result of gun violence. That's what today. That's the thing we're going to be talking about. That's what we should be talking about right now, I guess. It's all about selling member Gary Pretlow. I thank you also for your leadership, Gary. She always Gary, thank you. What I love is if every time what you see here is every time they do this, the first thing she does is thank people for their leadership. Okay. I teach leadership. Literally, that's like my job. That's how I pay my bills. This gold stuff you see behind me, this is for my company where I literally teach leadership to government agencies, to large organizations. I've taught in colleges. Yes, I literally teach leadership. And here's what leadership is about. Leadership is about changing your communication. When you're not leading, the only thing you have to worry about is your communication being accurate. That's all. Did I say what I meant? Did I get accurate data across? That's all that matters if you're not leading, right? If I'm doing the work, I give accurate communication. That's all that matters. But when I'm leading, that's different. Accuracy is important, but not number one. Number one, if you're leading, is the results of your communication. Did you communicate in a way that got people to do what you wanted them to do? Did you communicate in a way that got your goals of your business, of your company, of your nonprofit, of your government achieved? Did you lead in that way to where it, the results were what you wanted? If you didn't get those results through your communication, then your leadership failed. That's how that works. I would ask all these people sitting there getting patted on the back for being great leaders. What's the results you got? Kids getting shot. More kids getting shot than ever. That's your results. And you're thanking them for leadership? For what? I stood up here and said stuff. So, well, I say stuff too. Why don't you thank me for my leadership? I say stuff. But you guys are in charge. Your words are supposed to create results that matter. But there's always a crisis. Why? Because your leadership is garbage. Your leadership is non-existent. That's the reason. Thank you for your leadership. Slime member Sayed, so thank you for coming here as well. We had a great conversation just recently about the needs of your district as well. We're doing so much together. I know our doing mayor, so Sean Pedersen Howard, is here. I want to give her a round of applause. We work very closely together on so many issues. So many I things you've worked mayor on. Mayor of Yonkers may or may not be here. Oh, I didn't see right there. Mayor of Yonkers, Mike Spano, who hosted us when we did an event like this in July. Uh, we see? all gathered around a table. and You all got around a table and solved some stuff. Yet nothing's changed. Well, that's leadership. Thank you, Mr. Spano, for showing up and acting like you care and collecting cash and doing nothing. Well done. 
said, I, could do I don't just want to give this talk. I want to give this no. action. And as action. a result of that, we have found okay. more ways to get more money into communities and the, into the organizations that are really. That is the, the most honest thing she said. We found more ways to get more money into communities. That's true. Look at that. She said, I want to turn it into action. Action in her mind is I'm going to throw money at it. She wasn't joking. Action means I will find ways to take money from New Yorkers in other areas and give it to New Yorkers in this area. That's action. See, I've got action. I've moved money from here and put it over here. That's governing. That's leadership. Well done. Really making a difference. I want to thank you for that. Also, uh, Ken Jenkins is here, our deputy, deputy uh, county executive. Let's is keep here. clapping. All the guys who've been failing for years, they're here. Let's see if I'm missing anybody. Yeah. Who else? What that. other losers here? Oh, you're that loser. He's here. here. I know we're also joined by uh, Pastor Jay Gooding, and, uh, and he'll be hearing from him, and, and uh, Henry Terry. I also see uh, Troy DeCohen is here as well, someone who I see at every event I go to. It's every event. We've been, he's been failing for years. He's been with me destroying this state for decades. So in your home life. Uh, I'm very fond of your wife, who's now now the uh, the head of veteran services for the state of New York. Viviana has now ascended yeah, to a she's ascended. position to use her experience in the military and helping veterans to help lift lives. That'll work. I've already given you a plan for that, but that's so why fine. are we here? We're here because you ordered us to be here. Here because the specter of gun violence just simply will not go away. The specter of gun violence will simply not go away. My question is, did you write that or was that like off the cuff? There is a specter of gun violence and it just won't go away. We did the safe act. We did red flag laws. It just won't go away. This damn specter of gun violence just won't go away. One more law. I think that's the answer. Okay. Two more laws. If we just build a couple more cages and like three more laws, that specter is history. This is an issue I worked on Yeah. when I was literally in my 20s as a 20s. staffer for Senator Daniel Patrick Moynihan in Washington. So you are proud to say, I've been failing at this for 30 years. Did I not? Is that what she just said? Man, have I sucked at this. I have been, I've been doing this for 30 years and I have learned nothing. I have learned not a damn thing. And I'm going to sit here and tell you and act like it matters because all that matters in this world is that I've been doing it forever and that I have experience. Success means zero. I've been failing for 40 years, and that's why I can talk about this. Now, I'm not against failing, guys. I failed, clearly. All of you have failed at least once. Well, except maybe Tommy Brown. He's perfect. But with the exception of the perfect Tommy Brown, the rest of us have failed at least once, right? Of course. So we've all failed like once. Okay. She's been failing at this for 40 years and now feels comfortable saying this. Washington, D.C. Oh. And I was responsible for all the issues that dealt with the Judiciary Committee, gun violence yep. and others. And we were trying to simply do something. You were in charge of all of that. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'd be telling people this if I were you. I might not say anything if I were you. I might go, guns, what are these things I've never heard of? Perhaps I should try to, oh, guns are things? Now that I know what they are, I can go fix things. No, you're admitting you've sucked for 40 years. Such as banning what were called cop killer bullets. That solved it. Bullets. 
and it seemed like of course you would ban them. They have no purpose other than to harm someone who's there to protect our society. Or a bad guy wearing a bulletproof vest. You know, like you saw on TV shows, literally, right? Like you saw on TV shows that bad guys could buy body armor too. So, yes. So, that's absolutely not true and isn't common sense and didn't stop the problem and was decades ago and hasn't solved the problem. So, it was bogus then. It's bogus now. Didn't work then. Why are you saying it's common sense if it hasn't worked? How could this be controversial? Well, it was a real wake-up call for me to see that there was even opposition to this back at a time when it was the most common-sense reform we could think of. I'm glad that she brought that up because you hear me say this often, and I mean it. Common-sense gun control, what it means is how far we can push it today. That's what common-sense gun control actually means. It has nothing to do with common or sense. It is how far can we push it today? Why well, can go this far? That's common sense. Why well, can go further? Well, then clearly that will be common sense. How? Oh, I can't go that far. Oh, that's not that's not common sense because I can't push that far. I went too far. That's not common sense. I can go further. That's common sense. Common sense means how far can we push it today? And she literally just she said the quiet part out loud. So since that time. I have been steeled in the knowledge that this is something that society has to tackle. And even when I lived in Washington, it was the murder capital of our nation at the time. You were in charge. Right around the corner from where I lived, near the University of District Columbia. A triple homicide, not far from where I was out walking my babies around the block. Why were you walking your babies around the block at night with their triple homicides? I, why would you do that? And why would you tell us this? You just, you know what's funny? You so want to be in the trenches. You think everything you do is World War II. You do. Every time I, we speak, it's you in the trenches. It, you think everything's World War II. Okay, you just have to accept you did not storm the beaches at Normandy. I know that's hard for you to accept. I have to accept it too. I didn't either, right? I wasn't with the Marines at Iwo Jima. Or Okinawa. I have to understand it. I did not storm the beaches of Okinawa, Iwo Jima with Japanese machine gun fire. I didn't do that. I can accept that. That's not my generation. I didn't do it. I can accept that. And those Marines were amazing and brave and insanely awesome. And I'm not one of those Marines. I'm a different kind of Marine. No worries. You didn't storm the beaches in Normandy. Just accept that. You're a different type of, I don't know what you are, wannabe something. You're that. Just take it. I understand that there are still people living today in the great state of New York who have that fear, who have that anxiety that their little kids going off to school could be collateral damage to a gunfight that's going on in a bullet. I live in New York City. I live in New York City. I have two kids in school. One I pulled out finally just recently. The other two, if you go, if you go back two, three months, Two of my kids were in school. I was not at all thinking, oh, God, they're going to get shot up in a gunfight. I wasn't thinking that. Most parents don't think that. That's not what most parents think. Because most parents don't take their babies out at night where there might be a triple homicide. Could take down and snuff out their young life. That is going on in New York today. And it's okay. Not- when it happens to be forward, when it's happened for the vast majority of times, it happens, and it does happen sometimes. I don't want to belittle it and say it never happens. 
But most of the young people who are killed in this are gangbangers. Not to say they should be doing it. I'm not saying that. But it's not like it was a random thing for the vast majority of these deaths. These are people who are in the gangs, who are making choices in those gangs. Again, not saying that makes it okay. But she's acting like they're just random bullets flying around and babies are being shot. That does happen. Super rare compared to gangbangers fighting each other. Not acceptable. We have to stand up and fight back and say yeah. our young people are worth saving. And how do we do that? So the assumption now is that we haven't been fighting back and that somebody thinks that our young people are not worth saving. So she said, you know, this decide our young people are worth saving. All right. Were they not? Was someone saying that? And if anybody was saying that, it would have been you. This is the person who was lieutenant governor for many years in Congress, local government. She said in D.C. running things. She has told us that she's in charge of everything in D.C. You were in charge of everything. You've been doing this for 40 years. If we don't care about saving our kids, it's you who hasn't cared, isn't it? This is just like Cuomo used to do. Go, we got to fix these things. You've been in charge 10 years, Cuomo. You've been doing this, Your Majesty. Sorry, Your Majesty Queen Kathy. Oh, hello, King. You've been doing this for 40 years. You're pointing at me? Well, my fault. I would have done what actually makes sense, which is end the black market and you end the violence. If I was the governor, I could end the violence because I would end the black market. All this violence is not due to guns or knives or, or crazy mad people. That's not what it's about. It's about black markets. They can't use cops in courts. Therefore, they must use street justice. That's why there's so many street killings, because you must use street justice, because you put them all in a black market, because you've shut down our economy. If you're upset about all this gun violence, something you could do is look in the mirror. You could look in the mirror and go, hmm, that would be the person that I could blame. But also... Not only blame, because I would like to not blame you. I would like you to make me wrong. Your Majesty, with respect, Your Majesty, if it please the crown, I would like you to make me wrong and change and end the black market and reverse the violent trend. And I would go, oh, my God, Her Majesty is awesome. Perhaps she actually does talk to God. I would happily say that on this show. I would, I'd come, to, I'd come to one of your events and say it if you did it. I would. I want things to change. Make me wrong. That please. How do we do that? How? Tell me. We have to give them hope. Oh, think about give what's them going on in their lives. That's the thing. We got to give them hope. Did you think of that yourself? Would your people figure out what I'm for you? That's it. If we would just give them hope. Then there wouldn't be any more gang violence. That's okay. Hope is what. Let's do that. Let's give them hope. You got. How are we gonna give them hope? Tell me. You got. You got. You got the answer. Tell me that. It's the experience of a childhood. What are they exposed to? What's going on oh. with their parents? Are they getting people who care about them to invest time in their lives? So the parents suck. So if the parents didn't suck, then they wouldn't kill that. Hmm, that wasn't the hope part. So you got to give them better parents. I'm not, I don't know where this one, she's going someplace. I don't know if I like it. So the parents suck and we're going to give them hope, even though the parents suck. I I guess. Okay. Let's, let's hold hands, go together. Are they getting mentors and teachers Mentor and teachers. programs like the boys and girls clubs and the programs? 
That's see, see. That's Shelly. You were thinking that it was about parents. No, it's about programs. If they had programs, then they wouldn't be shooting each other. And you think with a two hundred twenty billion dollar budget, we'd have a couple programs that they could go to and not shoot each other. That's the thing. Programs, because parents suck. Okay. YMCA's and the YWCA's are these programs available for these kids to show them? It's funny when you go, when you look at all the shooting violence, most of it's in inner cities. That's where all them those things are. Am I wrong? That there is another path forward. Got it. So we can stop the generational cycle of violence, which has consumed so many lives. And it's not the generational violence. Huh? So could it be, I'm just throwing it out there, that the government has literally come in and taken out the fathers of these neighborhoods with a war on drugs and a war on poverty and made it so that single moms shouldn't work with the war on poverty. They've made the system that's made this happen again and again and again so that kids actually don't see either parent go to work because the father's in prison and the mother uh, has been basically told through the system to not work. And then we wonder why the kids don't want to work or don't have a work ethic. Could it be that? Or crappy parents and not enough YMCAs. Either one, either one of those. Just the lives of the victims. Think about the ripple effect of gun violence in society today. I was thinking about this as I was coming over. Oh, you were thinking about something. This is going to be good. Whenever she ad libs, this is going to be good. Clearly, this will make no sense. Because every time she does, she's like, I was thinking about something. And then she re- she doesn't realize that whenever she says that, she's she's what she's actually saying is, let me show you that I'm really not that bright. I want to I wanna show you that. You thought that? And you thought maybe I wasn't that bright? No, 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 no. Let me prove it to you that I'm, I'm just not that bright. And she will do so now. Go ahead. It reminded me Go ahead. of an oil spill. An oil you spill. You ever see the pictures on television? Just, there's some leak. There's a little bit of oil in the water. Yeah. And yes, it kills the fish, fish. around it. Fish, right. But then yeah, it good. doesn't go away. It continues doesn't to spread away. out. It right. affects the parents and the It So the oil affects the parents of the fish. Is that what it does? So the oil just spreads out and affects the parents of the fish. Because that reminds you of gun violence. All right. I see where you... Mm. Okay. The question is, are you sure you're against cannabis? All right. Siblings of either the victims or the perpetrators. The perp- so it affects the perpetrators of the people who, who spilled the oil. So the oil spill comes out. It kills the fish. Then it kills the parents of the fish. Then it kills the perpetrators of the oil. Isn't that what she just said? I'm, if I'm wrong, I knew it would be dumb, right? Like that's this is her when she says stuff. Whenever she goes off off script, this is what happens. If I was her hand, I'd be like, no, don't don't do the off script thing. I would literally be running up right now, going, ah, dude, let's put some other guy up, put a mask on you, something. Yes, I wouldn't let her do this. And then it starts going out, and the clergy members who have to pick up the piece. Oh, the clergy members in the ocean got to pick up the pieces of the oil or the pieces of the of the people got shot. So the clergy have to pick up the pieces, not the family or the cops or the community. It's the clergy. 
Okay. And sometimes bury the young people that they had seen grow up in their congregation and the pain it causes them and the pain it causes the health care workers who cannot believe it's one more Saturday night and they're dealing with another. You're firing the health care workers. They can't see this anymore because you're firing them. In fact, you're putting the health care workers into the black market so they can be on that street. You care about the health care workers now? Why are you firing them if you care so much? Literally, there are parts of this state where it takes hours to get an ambulance from one side to the other because there's not enough EMTs and EMS. And the, the worst part because of that is now there's increased suicide rate in our EMTs because they can't handle it and they feel like they're failing. So everything she's saying, she's doing. It's like she's punching you and saying, if only someone would just stop punching you. That's the problem is this random person keeps punching you as she keeps punching you. This is literally what you're doing. Gunshot victim. It spreads. It's sinister. It's evil. Because oil is evil. Why did she pick oil? Right? That's how her brain. Oil is evil and it spreads because oil is sinister. I, I didn't know that oil had a chaotic evil alignment. I wasn't aware of that, but I guess it does. It has an intelligence of its own. The oil tr slick is coming after you to kill your clergy. Oil kills clergy. It affects so that. many people's lives. And that's why as a state... All right. It doesn't affect so many people's. You know what affects so many people's lives? Your policies. Your policies. That's what she does. State and as a society, yeah. we have to stop this. All right. And how do we do that? How do we do it? Tell me. Well, okay. Okay. Wait. How do we do it? Okay. She said before. What she said before. Got to have some action. Right. Do some action right now. All right, we gotta stop it. It's been forty years, so I think you figured it out now. I mean, I hope you have. You've you've literally announced that you've been a failure at forty at this for forty years, but now you got it. Okay, look, you know what? Better late than never. Lay it on me. I am so ready for you to give me the wisdom on how we're gonna stop the gun violence of the oil that kills the parents and the clergy because it's evil. Let's, however that works, let's do that. First of all, I yeah. will spend the resources it takes. I will spend all of your money. I'm I'm not, right? That's what she said. First off, I'm going to spend your money. Lots of it. <laughs> I'm going to spend all the resources. What's resources? How are you going to spend resources? Eh, you're going to spend your money. First off, I will tax you into oblivion. That's number one. I will tax you until all of you leave. I will tax you so much that you can't leave. I will tax you so much that if you leave, you'll have to leave all of your goodies here because you'll owe them to me. That's the first thing is I will tax it all. So I'll spend the money. Man, I will spend that money. That's why I'm having conversations with our community leaders and people are parts of programs like... What she should say is, here's why, uh, that's why I'm having conversations with organizational leaders who will get money from me. This is how I will bribe them, by giving them government money. I'm not joking. That's literally what she's going to do. I will now find community leaders who will obey my will and pacify the people in the community 
because I'll write them checks of taxpayer dollars or debt. One of the two. Nug and other very successful programs. And I've seen work other. Successful programs. Didn't she just say it's a scourge? It's the oil. It's whatever she said, right? It's the oil that kills the clergy and then the sinister. She just said that's what it is. How horrible it is. It's it's terrible. And but she's given it to successful programs. Well, if it's successful, what does that mean? Well, in her eyes, successful means took the money and checked the boxes. Again, I'm not joking. That's how she defines success. Did it help people? No. <laughs> Brian thought it helped people. No, Brian, it doesn't. Does it help people? No, it doesn't help anybody, right? Not just that. Did it did it actually solve the problem? <laughs> no. That's not that Dan, you and your solving problems. No, we're not solving problems. Did it take the money? Did it check the boxes? It does. It is successful. Here is more money. Places. Sometimes you just need that person, that adult who reaches out to a child in middle school and say, don't. Yeah, don't, don't. You don't need the parent. Parents suck. You need a government worker to come out and go, hey, kid who is not mine. Let me tell you how to live your life. You require that. I'll make that happen. And I'll pay people to do it with your taxpayer money. This is what she's actually saying. Don't end up like me. Don't follow the path I did because there's a better way. And the violence disruptors and their veners are the truly the ones who have That's that, what it is. that genuine message. They have the genuine, the violence disruptors have the genuine message. And this works so well so far. Oh, no, wait, it hasn't. So how do you know that's true? How do you know anything you're saying is true? Is it working? You've told me no. You said for 40 years it hasn't worked. But this works. How do you know it works? You know what I know works? End the black market. Larry, how do you know that? Prohibition. You end prohibition. Violence went down. Tremendously. You begin a war on drugs. Violence goes up. Tremendously. Yeah, I have some data with my idea. What about yours? None. You pull that directly out of your derriere, your highness. It is a royal derriere. But you did pull out of one. She did. I was there. I lived your life. Yeah, you were there. And you do not have to end up like I did, perhaps spending time in jail or worse, ending up with an injury. Well, it doesn't look. If you spend time in jail, she's already said she's going to give you the drugs you need. She said that. So, you know, the other thing you can do is not put them in jail. But that's fine. Or death. That does not have to be a logical path of life for children just because they're born in a certain zip code where gun violence is prevalent. We have to reach in and pull them out. That's, you see, you guys aren't getting it. You have to, you don't have to fix the environment because that would actually solve the problem. You have to leave that horrible environment, but just reach in and pull them out of it. That's the thing. And government workers do that far better than a community of parents. We all know this to be true because the evidence is. The evidence is. Oh, right. Nowhere. That's completely made up. And it's the community organizations that know how to do this. And it's then the why would you let them? If that is true. Then why would you let them? Why do you have to get your hands in the way? Let them do it. And it's the people that they see in their everyday lives. They see gangbangers. They're the ones we have to get resources out to. God, and that is why my to. first just, pay about, just I think today, first three months on the job. Yeah. As your governor. Yeah. We have allocated over $30 million to help. 
See, I'm solving the problem. I'm throwing money at it. Come on now. I'm throwing money at it. Done and done. Here's $30 million. Where'd you get that from? Oh, that's your money. I'm just giving it back to you. But yeah, or I stole from someone else, but I'm just going to give you $30 million. Problem solved. You know, if money was the way of solving it, why not just write a massive check and solve all of the problems? Just you, we have a $220 billion budget. Just make it $300 billion, solve all of the problems, and then we'll have an awesome state and we'll stop paying our debt back. Done. I don't get it. Why don't you just do that? Just write a massive check to everybody. It's a whole bunch of money. Solve all the problems. It'll create jobs and alternatives. It'll create and jobs and alternatives. A different outcome in their lives. What is your evidence that there's any different outcome? It's been failing for 40 years. You just want to throw more money at it. And she talks to her, and we just gotta. She does that same, you know, Cuomo thing. We just gotta do this. What's wrong with you people? Look, I'm doing the da 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 thing. You gotta say yes to that. See? And today I'm very proud to announce yeah. additional $6.2 million. Is- I throw even more money. You thought that I was giving you $30 million? Psh, $30 million is for chumps. I'm giving you $36 million. See that? Now that'll solve it. I know you were thinking right now. You were like, there is no way. There is, Shelly was like, there's no way that $30 million will solve the problem. And then she goes, no, Shelly, not $30 million, $36.2 million. And Shelly's like, whoa. Okay, problem is now solved. 36.2, there is no more gun violence in, in America. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's only for New York State. There will be no gun violence in New York State now because she just wrote a check for $36.2 million to these people who are behind her clapping hands because it's going into their pockets. So they're loving it. These guys behind her, yeah, this is going to solve anything. Yeah. It's being spent in the state of New York to get it in the yeah. organizations that are making We are making money. Cash money. Two of those organizations, Westchester Family Family Services of Westchester and Peace is a Lifestyle. Note, every single time you see this, all they do is take taxpayer money and put it into nonprofits. And then they say it's community groups. It's not because these groups are funded specifically by government with government strings. So what these groups actually are, are government agencies staffed by non-union workers. I'm not making this up. These are government agencies staffed by non-union workers. So if you like the union and you're on the left and you would like to have more unions, this is a way of scamming unions. If you don't like unions, I guess it's better. If you don't like unions, it's better, but you're still giving taxpayer money away. But I'm giving it away to these people versus union workers. These are two organizations that have not received this funding before, and we are trying to be creative. Get it out. This is what she calls creative, picking different organizations to give money to. That's creative. I mean, you're just writing a check. We're gonna who we're gonna check to? Let's be creative. Let's write it to those guys. Oh, genius! You are so creative. We're not gonna write it to them. We're gonna write it to them. So, whoo, changing the game. Out to other individuals who know exactly what needs to be done. How would you we've know already that? spent youth engagement program, workforce training and development. You've been doing workforce training and development since I can remember the 70s. I mean, some of you may be older than me. I remember workforce training in the 70s. It didn't work then. It doesn't work now. It hasn't worked in between, except now we got $36.2 million. So now 
going to work now. No child is too young to have them start thinking about what they want to do in life. So do my K through 10 education program. And that actually covered that without having to write more checks. See, you could change the environment without just writing checks. Let them know that they can have a job that can take care of themselves. And So kids don't know that. Right. Kids don't know that. Is there any kid that you know, any kid that doesn't know you can have a job and take care of yourself? So you just said kids have to know that they can have a job. They know they can have a job. They're aware of what a job is. There's not a kid out there unless they have a severe mental disability to where they can't comprehend that. That'll be separate, of course, with the exception of that child. If they have that kind of severe disability, then they couldn't understand that. But assuming the child doesn't have that type of severe disability, they get the fact that if they want to, they can go out and provide their labor in exchange for money, a job. They are aware of that. And they can buy things. They are aware of that also. This is not magic. They figured this one out already. I mean, like, they they know it already. Kind of weird that you would think that. They don't. Someday a family... Every child has that available to them. They just don't see it all the time. What child doesn't? Okay. And sometimes if things are so bad at home and they're not feeling part of a loving environment. You mean like because their father is gone because you ripped them away with your war on drugs? You mean like that? Or maybe because your family court is so broken that you made sure that the father can't be in the life of the child? You mean like that? Do you mean any of those things? Like maybe because you're take, taking telling people to go home and not go to work so a mom and or dad can't have a job and they feel terrible and they fight and now they break up. You mean like that? Or you mean how you treat your EM, EMSs so horribly or your corrections up so terribly that the suicide rates are so high that the kids have to actually understand that their father or mother committed suicide? You mean like that? Any of those things that you're doing as you smile at us and try to blame everything else like it's just bad parents? The problem with what you're saying is what you're saying when you boil it down and be as reductive as possible, it is literally parents bad. That's what it is. What she boils it down to, poor parents bad. Poor parents are bad. That's what it boils down to. Poor parents are bad and incompetent and their kids don't know what a job is. Please tell me if you think I'm wrong with this. This is what she's saying. Poor parents are bad parents, and their kids don't know what jobs are. So the government's going to come in and be the dad or mom because the government was going to step in and go, let me tell you, you could have a job, and explain to them what a job is because they don't know that, and then tell them you could have a family and buy stuff because they don't know that. You're going to save us. Not only is she our queen, not only does she speak to God, she is also our mother. I guess we should be lucky. I don't know. Should I, I don't know how to feel about this. Maybe I should feel lucky. They go out to the streets. Yeah. And sometimes that gang ends up being their family substitutes. Yeah, why do they go out to the streets? And why does that gang exist? Gangs aren't random. That's not how it works. Gangs are black market justice. That's what they are. Literally, they're black market justice. Gangs are where... Kids go when their fathers aren't around. Why aren't their fathers around? Because they're in jail. Because you put them there. It's not random. There are random gangs. There aren't random gangs in every neighborhood, are there? Only certain neighborhoods. Huh. 
the neighborhoods that you make sure have a deep and dark black market. Those are where the gangs are. No, where there's no black market, there's no gangs. Isn't it crazy how that works? And they're getting that sense that they matter, that they have value yep. by being part of this gang. Yes. We have to show them. That's been true for like 100 years. But now you figure it out. We're, we're going to show them through government workers. That'll figure it no, out. No, that is not the path for you. No, that's the path for you. You can lead a productive life. You can have a job. You can buy. You can have a job. You can have a job. You didn't know that. You can have a job. John, you're thinking that these kids, they, you, they can have it. It's true. Let them have it. Stop fighting them. You can buy stuff. Buy something, a house, a car. You can live an entirely. You can buy a house and a car. You didn't know that you could do that. That's a possible thing. These kids don't know you could buy a car. They have no idea where cars come from. They don't know where that happens. They think houses are magic. They have no idea. None. Thank you, your majesty, for letting people know that you could go buy a car. And uh, these kids don't know these things. We take it just for granted, as if we would know. They don't know. Different life and get a good education. Education is the key. Absolute garbage. 100% not true. Do you guys know the most educated demographic in America today? Black women. I'm making it up. Check it out if you think I'm making it up. Black women. A lot of education out there. Tons of it. Are they any happier or unhappier than anybody else? If anything, unhappier. But they're not happier than anybody else. Not making so much money. All the black women making all the money. I, I thought black women don't make any money. I thought there's a there's a gender gap, I thought. And there's a racial gap. So black women, you do intersectionality, they're getting hammered. And they're the most educated. Education is the answer. Education equals debt. That's our current system that you won't fix. That you will do nothing about. Our current education equals debt. And at least four years of, of garbage that you will never use in your life ever. So at least four years of wasted time plus debt. That's what education is now. So this is the abuse. Again, everything you said you just made up. Children need to have a better education starting out in life, whether it's preschool, early childhood education, all the way on up to high school. Let them say, if you want to go to college, it's available. If you don't want to go to college, there are fantastic job training programs. and job Please show me where these fantastic job training programs are. Again, she's just made this up. Jobs that are waiting for you today. Jobs this are waiting for you. has to come from every one of us. It's fantastic jobs waiting for you. What are you, what are you guys waiting around for? There's all these fantastic jobs waiting for you. Go get these fantastic jobs. It's amazing. As adults, we have a moral responsibility. We do. To every child that's born. Everyone that's help born. Help let them see it doesn't have to be that bad. Just you can get out of this. You can escape. Yeah, you can leave New York State. Escape. New York State. You can show your younger siblings that they look up to you and say, you got it done. You left this environment and you became a You left. Again, note, there is no one saying. She's literally saying, don't fix the environment. You left this environment. She's literally saying, don't fix the poor neighborhoods. The people there are terrible. That's what she's saying. The parents suck. There's gangs everywhere. Why would you stay there? Get educated and leave. 
She's literally saying that. Better, stronger person. Yeah. That's what I'm focused on. Well, you should be focused on fixing the bad neighborhoods, not telling people to leave them. That's what I believe in. That's why I'm here today, to lift up others and let them know there See are that. other alternatives for them. So we're going to continue these investments. Investments. We're going to continue making sure that we give other options to young people. Giving also, options. Everything I can do to pick up a pen and sign a piece of legislation that'll fight back, you can guarantee I'll do it. See that? Every time I can pick up a pen and sign some stuff, I got your back. You were like, do you have my back? I'm not sure. I do. I'm going to sign stuff because that'll fix it. We've been signing stuff for a whole lot of years. In fact, most of the stuff you sign is worse. I'd rather put the pen down. I don't put that. I'm scared already. You got it in your hand. Put the pen down. The more stuff you sign, the worse the worse stuff gets. You can how about you stop? Do the opposite. I'll stop signing stuff. Yeah. Why don't you stop signing stuff versus signing stuff? But we just literally banned ghost guns two weeks ago. Oh that ban We banned illegal guns. Oh wait, illegal? Yeah. We banned guns that were already illegal. We banned them. Wait a minute. So you banned illegal guns. Did, did you, what? Chili just said that. We banned guns that were already illegal. Yeah, because they're ghost guns. They're illegal guns. So people get them so they can be illegal. So now you banned them, but they were already illegal. You've done nothing. That's your pen signing shit again, doing nothing, right? So, you know, we just did, we banned murder. Murder's already illegal, but we banned it. So that's double whatever i guess so now if you get charged with murder you'll get an extra charge of banishment i guess i don't know we were banning murder you've done nothing she just said it you banned ghost guns what for what and said the legislature the yeah. senate led by our majority leader yeah assembly led by carl hasty they and their members came up with legislation that's yeah. smart Smart legislation. Banning stuff that's already illegal. Well done. Super smart. These guys are geniuses. I'm so glad we have them running stuff. That'll solve it. Now that we ban ghost guns, the the people who literally get guns that are ghost guns, illegal guns will go, dude, I was going to get one of them illegal ghost guns, but now they're banned. Should I really get one now? I mean, I don't want to break the law or anything when I'm shooting this dude. Do I really want to break the law again? That's that's the smart legislature that they're clapping for. They're clapping for this. And I don't have to play politics with everybody's legislation and extract a pound of flesh to get it done. I'll just do it's right. And no, no, you'll just do anything because you'll just sign stuff because you're not that bright. You're just like, put stuff in front of me. I'll sign it because it feels good. That's what you'll do. You've shown Signing this. Signing that bill was the right thing to do. As it was well useless. Creating an institute, a firearm violence research institute. Oh, we're going to have a firearms research institute. Okay. Well, now you're not playing games anymore. I, <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do all that now. Okay. Tell me what this thing's going to do. Whew, now we're ready. I'm sure that won't be a colossal waste of taxpayer money building out a building and an infrastructure and uh, an entire agency full of people and government jobs that will do nothing whatsoever. I'm sure it won't be that. So tell me what it will be, Your Highness. 
Never before did anyone want to study the root causes. Or where- Never before did anybody want to study the root causes of gun violence. Huh. No one's ever done that. Except every libertarian ever. Except for every libertarian ever, no one has looked at the root cause of gun violence. You're right. So if that is true, if that is true, what you just said, that no one's the root cause, why have you been passing gun laws, you personally for 40 years and others for 100, 150, sorry, 150 years? Why? Why would you be passing gun laws and legislation and banning stuff and safe acting and red flag lawing and doing all those things if you don't know what the root cause is? Your word's not mine. You said no one's done it. So why in the world would you pass a bunch of laws restricting people and creating criminals when you don't know why? Because you do everything knee-jerk as everything else does. You should have made that institute back 40 years ago when you were in D.C. talking trash. Why didn't you tell your boss then? Let's make an institute to figure out why people are shooting each other. You didn't do that. You were like, ban bullets, ban guns. Common sense. That was you. I think you should have made this thing. It's happening. What are we afraid of? Yeah. Solve a problem. You have to understand it. Get the. But you're already solving it. You just you don't understand it. I understand it. And the black market, you should have asked me. I would tell you. You could just go on my website. Oh, call me. DM the page. I'll give you my policy team. All good. Data. Target your approach. Be smart about it. It's like you just told me there was smart legislation because they're banning guns that are already illegal. You kind of putting a cart before the horse, aren't you? Fighting a pandemic. We have a pandemic of violence in our streats, and we'll treat it like we're fighting this COVID pandemic. Yes, you will treat it the same way. Knee-jerk reaction, yeah, and blanket and and blanket mandates. Yes, she's see, she's saying a quiet part out loud. This is true. She will treat it exactly the same way. Knee-jerk reactions and blanket mandates. That's accurate. She will do that. Pandemic with science and data and smartness. You don't That's have the science and data yet. Stop clapping. Are they getting money? They're clapping. Now I'm getting money. As you can tell this really upsets me. This this is a tough topic to talk about because we can you don't sit know anything. in this room. It's because you don't know anything. That's the reason why it's tough for you. You don't get it. That's why. If I talk about things I don't know, it's tough. You don't you don't know anything. It's hard. I'm look. You're doing a fine job for knowing nothing. I I guess. Sound secure, but what's going smart. to happen tonight? Well, no, you don't sound smart. What's you sound confident. Goes down. What's going to happen when someone gets mad at somebody and they pull out a gun? Why would they do that? Why Why would you just get mad? I get mad all the time. I don't pull out a gun on somebody. Why would somebody do that? Hmm? You get mad. You just told me you're angry. You ain't shooting people. You just said this. It makes you angry. How can we shoot a dude next to you? Should have shot him. A mad bald gun. Shoot the dude next to you then. You're so mad. What are you talking about? It's because poor people are bad. And they just shoot people. And you have to get out of that neighborhood. I get out of that environment because the poor people are bad and they shoot people. That's what she's saying. That's what she's saying. She doesn't explain the core root behind it. It's street justice. That's the entire root is street justice. And we just all went through the specter of the Rittenhouse trial. Oh, the specter. There's specters everywhere. She's, she she believes in ghosts. She does. You need to get one of them ghost hunters. Get rid of them specters you keep seeing. It's the specter. There's the specter. Now there's the specter of the Rittenhouse. Because that's a ghost, too, I guess, of the two guys he shot. The pedophile ghost is hanging around, I guess. That guy. 
That's a scary ghost. No, if that guy's ghost hanging around, that's a, yeah, that's a scary ghost. I don't want the I don't want the pedophile ghost to be hanging around. That's a bad ghost. Or the ghost of the guy who 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 beats up women. That yeah, those are two. She's got a point. If those two ghosts are running around, that's a little scary. I think I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the ghost buses on those two. But there's another spec with Rittenhouse because that was the end of the world. What was he doing with the gun in the first place? That gun gun never should have been in his possession. She is correct. She's correct. That guy shouldn't have been there with a gun in his hand. Why? Because the government shouldn't have failed so horribly to where he felt he should be there. She's right. She's uh, yet again. I'm going to agree with her majesty, with her majesty. She's right. The government shouldn't have failed so insanely horrible to where a kid thought he should be there. That's true. So you're right. But, but who failed? Government did. You did. So yeah, I'm with you. Government sucks. Never should have been. From now on. Tell me. I want every one of us to commit. That every one of us. Do everything in our power. Everything. Come on. All commit. the influences we have. All, all the sphere of influence, all the people we touch. Come on, Pete. You're with me on this. Come on, Shelly. Let's do this. John, Errol, everything. Brian, everything. We're going to commit you. Come on, Your Majesty, Your Highness. What are we doing? And every conversation you have, every talk one about of them. what are we going to do to help save these kids? How will we keep them from this? I agree. I'm in. Okay. Let's end the black market. Let's change education. Let's do that. Let's change our, let's change our, our colleges. I'm in. I got, shh. let's change licensing and regulations for that. Let's change credentialing. That'll, that'll save, it'll hook these kids right up. Let's do that. Specter of gun violence. How oh, can we lift them up? Again. And I will be your partner. You help me see the way. I'll never pretend that I have all the answers. Yeah, you will. That is yeah, not will. how I operate. That's not how I operate. I know you have the answers. And you have the answers. And you have the answers. And you have the answers. Well, he's messing up. You need to get mad and shoot him. And you have the answers. And you, I who want- else? Do I have them? Well, you did, this could be an point to. So you got some dummies in the room. That's fine. Not, now people mad. You didn't point to me. Okay. All right. Those answers. I'll put money behind it. I'll put the resource. Behind it. I'll put the people. You will put money behind it. You will put our money behind, behind this trip. Because yep. as a, one of the legacies I want to have of my administration is that there are more yep. lives saved because we stood up and fought back and saved the lives of our young people. We can get this done. We can get this done. I know we can. Thank you very much. God, that was horrible. That was horrible. That was painful. That's my governor. That was painful. <sighs> okay. Let me keep going down. Let me grab some of you. I, know, I did it long and I'm sorry, but I, I did this because so many people asked me for Tuesdays with Andy. And if I couldn't get it, at Tuesdays with Kathy. So I did it. That's why I did it. But I know some of you want, let me get to your questions. I promise I will. I'm going to get to your questions. For you guys who are saying happy Thanksgiving, you two guys. I appreciate it. Next, tomorrow I will be off, actually. I'll do nothing tomorrow but hang out with my family. And for those of you who know I'm on keto, no keto for me tomorrow. I will be eating whatever I want. I will be eating all of the carbs tomorrow, all of them. If you come near me, I might eat your carbs. So you, if you like your carbs, you don't want to be next to me tomorrow because I'm probably going to eat yours. So I'm just saying I'll eat all of the carbs tomorrow. I'm off, and I'll be doing whatever I like. So thank you. Yes. All right. Let me see if I can do this here. All right. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> Um, Andy probably doesn't miss you showing Como for who he actually is, Shelly says. Yes, that's actually funny. Yes. Um, Brian says, what's in the menu for Thanksgiving, Larry? Yes, I'm going to be doing the turkey thing. The turkey and the pie and the goodies and the potatoes, everything. I'm just chowing. So, yes, 
Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Brad says, Hawaii tuning in. Thank you, Hawaii. I appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. Um, James says, what are your thoughts about Bill Maher going after the left? Do you think he might be going libertarian? For some of you, you might not realize this. Bill Maher has always had a libertarian streak in him. Always. That, that streak has existed for, since he, since the 80s. He's always had a streak in him. The problem is depends upon how hard left does he turn or not. And generally, he moves left when the right is winning. The more the right is winning, the more he begins to go left. Because he's a libertarian, he's a strict libertarian, he also has a rebellion streak in him. Right now, the left is winning, so he's going to get to left. But if, say, Trump wins in 2024, I think he'll turn again. But again, he has always had that streak of libertarianism in, in him. He does. There's a streak in him. It's not as deep as I'd like it to be, but it does exist. So I'm actually not surprised at all. I'm glad he's showing this streak, right? It's a good thing because he's bringing some people away going, wait a minute. Maybe these people are going too far. So I'm actually very happy about it. I think it's a great thing, James. He's had it. Now he's showing it. Keep going, Bill. Go further. You ain't going far enough. Keep going. Don't stop. I love this. Mark says, you got to be tired of all the travel this weekend. Yes, I was away for four days, 14 stops. I am. and But I had to do a show tonight, Mark, because I haven't done one in so long. So I got to keep doing it. Yes. So Andrew says, are there any updates when your book will be released? Yes. Next year. I couldn't get it done as fast as I wanted to. The team got absorbed with the other things we were doing. Um, we released four chapters. We got a lot of feedback and we wanted to make it better. So the change, we did some, we did a very special release of four chapters when I was at Freedom Fest in South Dakota. And we got a lot of response from that. And that made us think about a lot more stuff too. So we had to make some shifts to that. And I had to rush to get all my work done. Those of you who don't know, I can't work when I run for office. So I had to kind of finish up all my jobs. Uh, all my work so I could wrap up and not work anymore. And that took up more time. So it won't come out till next year, sadly. I hope February. I hope, but we'll see. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> Tommy says, Larry Sharp, a governor, New York governor, donate, donate, donate. Yes. And the two party stranglehold. I'm proud of being his team. Yes, Tommy, proud to have you aboard, brother. Absolutely 100%. If you guys want to support, please, of course, always like, comment, and share, and support the sharp way by taking the world's smallest political quiz, clicking on that. Taking that, sharing that, it does matter. It starts starts people talking. And of course, if you want to support our money bomb, we have a 20K money bomb. What does that mean? I have a donor who will literally give me a check for $20,000 if we can raise $20,000. So it's up until um, uh, Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday. Yeah. Is that what we're doing? I forgot what we're doing. Giving Tuesday. Yes. Giving Tuesday is the end. Um, And when it's done at Giving Tuesday, if we raise 20K, we'll get a check for 20K. To match that, and that is literally a poll. That's 40 grand. That's a poll. If you want to be part of that, you give any money now, it doubles. Go to this link right here, lottersharp.com slash 20K. Give there. Make that happen. So, yes. Uh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, let me keep going down these comments if I could. All right. Um, Shelly says, your audience has the best chat, hands down. That's very true. Yes. Pete says, who won the money bomb hoodie? It's not over yet. Pete, it's not over yet. You could still do it. It's not over yet. Absolutely. Uh, Tom says, how is the feedback going in your full sharp? Are you seeing more people come out? It's funny, Tom. I am. Um, but it's very random. Mm, random. That's not true. It's it's random but predictable. And what I mean by that is when I do it, I have to do events because the state's so big at certain times. So sometimes I wind up being at a place at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Hard to get people out at that point. Compared to 
Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, Monday night, a whole lot easier. So many of those obvious ones, like the Saturdays, Sundays, evenings, I'll easily get 20, 30, 40 people at an event. Daytime, it's tougher. I'll get five, six, 10, 12, depends upon when it is. It's hard to get people to come out in the middle of the workday in the middle of the day. It's tough. So, but I've got to travel the state and I want to be able to stop by everybody. So I mix and match. It's rare that I'm in the same area at the same time or day. So if I go by this time, it'll be like Saturday afternoon. The next time I go by, it'll be like Monday morning or something. So I try to rotate the times and local counties, but we do it to the best of our ability, Tom. Uh, But I'm very happy. I mean, I still remember this. The first event I ever did in 2017 was in Binghamton. One dude showed up. One. Yep. Four years ago in July, I did my first event. I showed up at an event in, Bing- in Binghamton. One guy showed up. We sat and had lunch. <laughs> that was my first event four years ago. Now I tend to get decent crowds, but sometimes small. North Country was brutal. Uh, North Country, New York, uh, New York State was brutal. Um, there were times I think I did three events. I met like six people in three events. It was very low. It's, it's hard to get people in North Country. And the timing is different. It was very challenging. Um, but other areas, I was getting 40 people, 30 people, 20 people. So, yes, I hope that answers your question. But no matter what, I give. I'm always there. Yes. So, anyway. <clears throat> Matthew says, hey, Larry. So, most of New York State doesn't vote Democratic? What? So, most of New York doesn't vote Democratic. Okay, we keep going. Last time around, we had some libertarian wins. However, do you, how, however, do you think the dystopian way of life in New York City has been thrown into by Cuomo, de Blasio, and Ahoka will be enough to make difference in how they vote? Unfortunately, as New York City goes, uh, goes New York State. I, I want to s- put a little bit of, of nuance on that, Matthew. It's not just New York City. It's all the cities. It's Rochester, Buffalo, Syracuse, Utica, Ithaca, Albany. It's all the cities, right? They all go blue. It isn't just New York City. New York City is clearly the biggest city, but all of them go blue. So it is all the cities. The issue is, can we get enough up, uh, angry Democrats to vote Libertarian to vote for me? If we get enough angry Democrats to vote for me, we can win this thing. I hope we can. I think New Jersey and Virginia shows that there are a lot of Democrats who are unhappy. I think it's possible. I do. If, if they don't leave. So, yes. All right. Um. Chrissy, of course, happy Thanksgiving to Larry and to everyone else who's making commitment to helping Larry change the state so we can live here more happily, more freely. Yes, I don't want to leave, Christy. I want to have lots of Thanksgivings in this state. I hope I can. I do. Yes, 100%. All right. All righty. Um, Logic says, LOL, Larry's going off tonight. Uh, base is like leadership. What is this leadership you speak of? Yes, absolutely. 100%. Uh, Maureen says, Larry, thank you for your leadership. Isn't that great for you to, uh, to her? Isn't that great for you to, oh, to hear? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, Jonathan says, Hey, Jonathan, I do. Jonathan, by the way, is running for Congress against AOC. Jonathan is running to be my congressperson. Thank you, Jonathan. And I'll say this. Thank you for your service. Those of you who are paying attention, you can check to his Facebook page, Jonathan Howe for Congress. And he says, it, it truly is doublespeak leadership, especially in this case is used to be in conformity. Yes, it is. The leadership has taken the first step, not just falling in line. Exactly correct, John. I, I can't say that better. Leadership is taking the first step, not just falling in line. Jonathan is a smart guy. You should follow him. Yes. Derek says she's an idiot. Well, I didn't say that. I just said 
not that. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Chrissy says, translation, our endless laws aren't working. Yeah, shocker. Lottie says, the specter of gun lines. I cannot. Yes. There's a specter of it. It's hanging around. She sees ghosts everywhere. She does. Ghosts everywhere. Absolutely. So, all right. Let me see if I can keep going here. Um, it, this is just comedy for me. Hoke was such a clown. It is kind of funny. I do like that. Yes. Absolutely. Shelly says, Moynihan has been gone for a long time. Blast for the past. That's my point. Right? That is my exact point. She's been wrong for 40 years and proud. Derek says, if you have more people with gun licenses, crime will go down. There's data that actually supports that. What's, where's her data, Derek? Where's her data? She has none. She's like, and I'll save lives. Great. Your evidence is what? Uh, none. And these laws, they'll work. Great. Your evidence is none. And these people know what they're doing. Great. Your evidence is none. But Derek, there is evidence for what you just said. That's correct. Thank you for saying it. 100%. Yes. Um, Matthew says, how is she from Buffalo? Everyone knows Buffalo has weapons. Yeah, I, yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's good. All right, let me see if I can keep going down here. Um, Matthew says, mom of the year. I love that. So Karen says, what is your favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Um, actually, I like sausage stuffing. That's what I like. I like sausage stuffing. I love I love sausage stuffing. I can put it on the turkey. I can put it on the ham. I can put it on, I can mix the potatoes in it. I can throw gravy on top of it. Love that. That is probably my favorite side dish is the stuffing. If you count that as a side dish, some people don't. Some people count it as a garnish or something. I count it as a side dish. If you don't count it as a side dish, probably my favorite is going to be another thing that I don't eat during the, during the, the, um, through the year is probably, and by the way, I like my, I like my sausage um uh stuffing to be spicy. I like spicy. Not crazy spicy, but I do like spicy. If you don't count that as a side dish. Maybe cornbread? Maybe cornbread. Maybe that. Yes. So I hope that was I hope that was your answer. I don't know if I answered your question or not. Yes. So she's an airhead. It's better. Brian says, you're still in awesome rain. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Yes. Uh, Ryan says, LarrySharp.com, 20K bleed. Thank you, my friend. Don't bleed out. Bleed a little bit. I bleed. You bleed, right? I'm out here, not working anymore, taking on debt because I care. Don't feel sorry for me. I knew what I was doing. I, I went into debt last time. I'll go into debt again. I'm okay with that. I would just like you to help me a little bit by putting it into the campaign. So throw some cash in the campaign if you can. If you've got big dollars, please do it. If you don't, no worries. A little bit counts. If you don't have any, and some people don't have any, and I got it, you're real tight. No worries. That like, comment, and share that I keep talking about, it really does matter. It really does. I can't stress enough. It really does matter. So whatever you can do, awesome. Maureen says, common sense gun control is a second amendment that limits government. Ooh. Okay, I like that. We citizens should control our guns per the Constitution. So she's actually saying she's unconstitutional. Since she claims to speak for God, why wouldn't she understand that? Yes, yes, and yes, Maureen. Absolutely, yes. Um, Mr. Dayton, how are you, sir? Was it Brian Williams that survived an RPG attack on his job? Yeah, maybe she was the pilot. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe, or maybe, yeah, she was a pilot. She was dodging the RPG attacks that Brian Williams imagined. She was, she was, do- she was an imaginary pilot dodging imaginary RPG attacks. There we go. Absolutely. I like that. Shannon says she is literally thriving off the fact that she's a woman. And I preface, I am a woman, so I can say this. Sad but true. Yes, absolutely. Matthew says Rochester is way worse than New York City per capita. That's also accurate. People don't realize that. Per capita, Rochester is one of the most violent cities in the country. You're totally right, Matthew. It's it's really bad. And it's not bad because poor people bad. Poor people aren't any worse than rich people, than middle class. It doesn't matter. People are people. And there are crappy people in every strat, uh, you know, social strata, right? There's, there's crappy people everywhere. So, But there's also amazing people everywhere, too. And most people are just people trying to get their do their do their life and survive. That's what most people are doing. But but so that means that the environment is worse in Rochester. That's what it means. The environment's worse. Yes. All right. Chrissy says, Larry, I had this concern too, and it's the conversation that led me to find my place in the LP. I could have been taken by this conversation. I was totally afraid of the potential for a gun-related crime in school, but it's because they spent the whole time putting the thoughts in my head to begin with. Yep, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Nancy says, I feel nauseous when I hear her. Seriously, can't watch. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my God. Shelly says, it's hunting people up here and people shoot there. I'm going to keep going. Yes. 100%. And, of course, Pete, you were there always. 29, 28,908,700,000. I'm sorry, 675,219,435. Dollars, 85 cents. National debt. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yes. All right. All right. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Oh, officially invite her to this show. I, she could come. Oh, and I'd be nice to her. Shannon, I would be nice. I would not yell at her at all. I would be so nice. I would just chat with her normally. She screws herself up. So, yeah, absolutely. Have you ever spoken to Hope? I did. I spoke to her for a few minutes in 2018. Uh, I think we were in, oh, we were in the city. Was it Queens? Queens or or Brooklyn. I forgot which one. We were in, we were in one of the boroughs and we were doing an event where um, all of the um, people were supposed to show up and talk to this group of, uh, it, was, it was black women entrepreneurs or something like that, some group like that. So I was there with others. I showed up the entire time. I stayed for like two hours. Took you guys see me. I took questions back and forth, whatever. She showed up with fifteen minutes left. Came in and they took the red carpet. They all came to rush to her, hugged her, shook her hand, told how awesome she was, gave her all the attention, kissed her about fifty minutes. She said three, five words that made no sense whatsoever, and she shook my hand. Hi, completely fake, and just left. So I did speak to her. She said, like, hi. I said, how are you? Something like that. That's when I spoke to her. And then she shook my hand and left as she was shaking other hands and walking out the door. So she gave that group no respect whatsoever. They just kissed her ass and they voted for her. I gave them respect and they dissed me. I understand why some people would be upset. I just kept moving and I'm still here. But that's what I got. Hopefully we'll change that eventually, I hope. But yeah. It was bad. So anyway, um, let's see here. <clears throat> Shannon said, this is appealing to mothers. 
it's targeted to females with children who are sick with paranoia. Oh, God, I hope that's... Oh, no, I think you're right. I don't want that to be right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> God, I don't, want, I don't want that to be true, Shannon. I'm, I'm bothered by that. Yes. But I think you may be right. So, all right. Let me keep going here. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Larry, where would the first weed shop open with you as governor? Wherever it wants to, man. Wherever it wants to. What, what did I say? If you like your dealer, keep your dealer. That's what I was talking about. If you like your dealer, keep your dealer. That's it. So whatever it is, it is. You know? So anyway, let's keep going on if I can. I, I appreciate all of these. You guys are doing great stuff here. I, I, I appreciate it. So, of course, thank you guys. Please hit the world's smallest little quiz. I always bring up all the time. Yes, please do that. I always ask you that. Please do that. It does matter. So, all right, let's keep going here. Um, Chris says, I think we're back at guns. Yeah, we're back to that exactly, 100%. It had to go to guns because, yes. <laughs> Brian says, I like me some sinister olive oil with some spice to dip my bread in. I'm getting hungry. Yes, that's evil olive oil too. That's, it's yeah, the oil was terrible, 100%. Shannon says, well, Lara, you're not woke enough. Oil is evil. Ooh, Shannon, nicely done. You're right. Oil is evil. You're right. I should be more woke. This is my fault. Well done. I like that. Um, Robert says, I'll take, I'll take the oil over the government any day. <laughs> you can fix the oil, Robert. You can't fix the government. So, yeah, I'm with you. Yes. Karen says, I took the quiz. Turns out I'm the real libertarian. I was wondering who was, Karen. It's you. Nice. I love that. All right. Um, Jim says, pass a law. That'll do it. We just need like three more laws. That's like three more. Okay, maybe four more, Jim. All right, maybe 10 more. Okay, no more than 15 more laws. And then we will have that socialist utopia that I've been talking about forever, Jim. That's what it is. Yes. Shelley says, freedom scares people because it's a responsibility and a right. You know, not only that, I'm going to add on to that, Shelly. You're right, and we aren't accustomed to it. Someone else is always responsible. If someone else is always responsible, she said it. Parents are clearly ter poor parents, obviously bad parents, so you need the government to step in, so the government's responsible for your children, right? So if someone else is responsible, then why would you want freedom? You don't even understand freedom. Of course you'd fear it. So, yes, and I must add on top of it, when government takes the responsibility, we don't feel like we have it. One of the advantages, a little bit off topic, but I think it's on topic. One of the reasons why so many people who are trying to build up poor and, and communities that are suffering with, uh, with a lack of fathers is they bring, want to bring guns to the community is because when you actually bring legal firearm training and ownership into a community, the young people who have the firearm begin to feel responsible. It's almost like you know, giving a kid in a way you give some young kids a, a pet to make the young kid begin to feel like they are important, have value, and, have, and want to take care of it, gives them a purpose. When you give younger people or even older people, you give adults guns and you give them training, they begin to feel responsible. If you've ever done that, then you get it, right? There are rules to gun ownership. There are safety rules you have to worry about. There are There's etiquette you have to worry about. You have to worry about this, this thing, this tool you have that can be deadly. And you have to be prepared for that. 
You start thinking about it and thinking about your own life and your own safety and your own responsibility. It does instill in people responsibility. And that's why gun ownership is a positive and is, is a positive thing in general, because you want people to think about what you're talking about, Shelly, being responsible for their safety and the safety of others, because some people aren't going to want to buy firearms. And remember, fire, firearms are not right. I'm sorry. All right. Of course, they are. it's not, not a requirement. It's a right. So if you want firearms, you should be able to have them, of course. But if you don't, if you feel afraid or scared or you don't like it, eh, no worries. You don't have to purchase one or own one. You just should be, you should allow others who want it to have it. It's a right. It is not a requirement, but you're, you're correct. So Sam says, sometimes I want to violate the nap and steal everything made from oil slash plastics away from these crazy people. Oil equals energy and life-saving equipment. That's why we're still living in, uh, that's why we aren't still living the Oregon Trail. Yes, it's not all bad. Agreed. It's not all bad. Yes. Um, Real name hidden says she reads off script like slow show does. Yeah. Yeah. John Chow says resources equals government loot. Yeah. Uh, sadly, government loot means our loot. But yes. Yes. Jamie says spend, spend, spend. Yes. Yes. And yes. 100%. Yes. Exactly right. She just keeps going. I love it. So, all right. So they keep going here. Indoctrination is the answer. Yeah. I like that. Logic says, oh, my God, violence disruptors. Nice. Love that one. Yeah, violence disruptors. They'll just come in and they're disruptive violence. Oh, we're, we're going to shoot each other because we have a a, a a drug deal gone wrong. Stop. I am a violence disruptor. Don't shoot. Bang, bang, bang. Me. That's how that works. That's not going to work. Yes. All righty. Um, John says, New York City is one of the best black markets in the country. You're not wrong, John. You're not wrong. Absolutely. You're not wrong. All right. Um, okay. Byron says, do you feel like those people who wear masks in the background are in a subordinate role? Yeah, they're getting the cash. They're getting the cash. That $36.2 million is going to all of them. See, I don't, some of you may or may not know this. I don't know if you, some of you get this immediately, some of you don't. Right away. Those people, they have nonprofits. So she's giving the money to the nonprofits. Now they're having all sorts of strings attached, right? Tons of them. Doesn't matter. It's paying for salaries. So now all these people now have salaries for a couple of years and they can give their friends jobs too. That's how they make the jobs. They take your taxpayer money, my taxpayer money, divvy it up, give it to these guys. They then pay salaries for people and they buy, pay salaries for disruptors and stuff, right? And people who are going to come in and be your kid's dad or whatever they're going to do, right? They pay those people salaries to go do these things. There's no results whatsoever because that's not important. Then they'll get pat on the back for leadership, whatever that means, and they have to give them more money later. Rinse, repeat for 40 years. So, of course, that's about someone wrote. If you were giving me, each of these guys is going to have a six-figure salary off of this. I'm not exaggerating. They're all the executive directors. So they're all going to have a six-figure salary and be able to go out there and talk trash to the community, act like they're important, get their names in in the paper and stuff. All of them will get that. They get to get up here and talk before and after. I didn't show them because you don't care. But they're going to talk before and after. Ah, so thank you, Kathy, for giving me the money. Whatever. They're going to say that stuff and say how awesome and thank her for her leadership. to do all that stuff. And they're now going to have six-figure salaries. 
all of them. Byron, I'm just saying, if I was going to give you a six-figure salary for a couple of years and say, do me a favor, sit behind me with a mask and tell me how awesome I am, yeah, you might do it. For a couple hundred thousand dollars, you probably would sit behind me with a mask and then get up and go, Larry Sharp is the greatest guy in the world. Oh, my God, I love this guy. He's so super smart. You probably would. And a lot of you would do it for a couple hundred thousand dollars. Just say, I don't, I'm not saying it's right at all. I'm not saying it's ethical at all. I'm saying it's reality. Byron, if I gave you a couple hundred thousand dollars, you might sit behind me with a mask on and then get up and tell me how, how awesome my leadership is. You might do that. That's all I'm saying. And it's, I love to have you on my podcast, Eat Local New York podcast. That's all I do is eat local. That's all I do. DM the page. I'll go on. Absolutely. So, yes. Uh, it's very good. All right. Um, Jim says, can you imagine having to sit through something like this as a condition of employment? We just thought that's what it is. But it is a couple hundred thousand dollars, Jim. I'm just For a couple hundred thousand dollars, you might shut your mouth and just sit there with that mask on and smile. You might do it, too. I'm just being honest. You might do it, too. So... So Matthew says, instead of the war on poverty, they got a war on drugs, so the police can't bother me. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Robert says, universal basic income. This is the future. I'm not happy about that future, Robert. I'm not. But I see this as the future. I think, yeah, you, this may be the future. We have to come up with an answer as libertarians. I'm not sure if you're libertarian or not, Robert. Um, but whether you are or not, I am, obviously. So I have to come up with an answer. My team has to. And we haven't done it yet. We have to come up with an answer that is a negative income tax ladder income that allows people to work off of it, does not include any extra taxes or fees, and is somehow funded with an actual separate fund. I don't have that answer yet. I think I've told some of you who've asked me about it. I have to come up with that answer. It, it will be work. I'm not sure how to make it happen yet, but I feel like I have to because no one else is going to come up with it if I don't. And I know it sounds you know, like I'm talking trash, but it's just true. You haven't seen anybody else come up with an answer except UBI. And straight UBI is a problem. Straight UBI is, a, is not a good idea. But a negative income tax with a step that gets people off and that is funded without taxpayers, that is acceptable. That's the word I'll use. Okay, that is acceptable as a UBI substitute. And I have to find one. And Rob, I don't have one yet. But I think that that has to be the future. If if someone like me doesn't come up with one of my team, it's not just me when I say this, it's be my team doing it. So I should be clear about that. Um, I'm the front guy, but my team will come up with the details. If we come up with the details of that and get it out there, hopefully people will begin to work with it. So that is my goal. Because I think you're right. This is where we're going. We're almost there now with all the money we're giving out. So let's do it right versus doing it poorly. That's what I would say. So um, let's see here. Um, Eberific says, pull them out. Sounds a lot like incarceration time to me. That is, that's a way. <laughs> that is one way, but yeah. Yeah, that that's a way. Yes. Maureen says, the more she talks, the more she proves what the Bible says about fools. <laughs> that's good. Yes, that is good. All right. Um, when did we dumb down the electorate enough to believe we we need only government to create jobs? John, this is a very good question. Wow. Very good. I remember when I was in the Marine Corps, this is probably the 80s, 
we were talking about jobs and people, guys saying, I'm not going to go back to home. There's no jobs at home. And he was going to stay in the Marine Corps, reenlist. And I said, why, why are you going to reenlist, right? Oh, no jobs at home. Oh, really? You guys don't have, you don't have that much industry? You know, the government's not making jobs. And I said, what? He goes, government can make jobs. They don't care, but it's not making jobs. And he believed that. He, he wasn't saying it to be a jerk. He wasn't playing around. He believed that government just makes jobs. And he thought if there were no jobs, it's because the government doesn't make the jobs. He, I mean, we're at this point, we're 18, 19, 20 years old. So it's not like we were of the world and knowing everything. We knew what most 18, 19, 20 year old Marines knew at the time. I remember that. And I was thinking to myself, even back then, I was thinking, government makes all the jobs. Now, I wasn't savvy enough to figure out and to fight him and talk to him about it, nor that I even cared to be forward with you back then. But I still remember it as it didn't make sense to me. Like, that can't be true. And that's all I thought, that the government can't, make the only, can't be the only thing making jobs. Because my, my thought process, as simple as, as it was, was just make all the jobs then and make everybody happy. Wouldn't you always get elected and make all the jobs? I just make a bunch of jobs then all the time. If I was, in, if I was the president, make all the jobs and then I'd get elected. That was how, how I thought. So I still remember that. So it's been a while. This is the 80s when he said that. So I'm sure others thought the same thing. Government has to make jobs. I don't know. 50s, 60s? I don't know. When did it happen? 70s? Probably 70s. It's a guess. So yes. All right. Hold on here. Um, Sam says, all we have to do to fix New York is crank up taxes to 125% of income. That'll fix everything. Well, it actually would because we'd all leave. So it would in reality, Sam, we'd all just leave. There'd be no one in New York. It'd be empty and problem solved. New York, problem solved. Nobody would be here. Except her, maybe. She'd sit back, maybe. That's it. Yes. So, all right, that's good. Um, Shelly says, workforce training. I remember from the early 70s. Me too. See, Shelly, you and I. I remember it too. It didn't work then. Jim says, but Larry, how will the grifters take care of their families? Valid point. Valid point. Grifters going to grift. They got to take care of families. You're absolutely right. Yes. 100%. That's great. All right. Uh, Jamie says, but 36.2 million, that'll make it better. No, that'll fix it, Jamie. Done. Problem. Done and done. All of it takes. All gone. It's all tuck. No worries. Good. All right. All right. Let's see if I can do this here. Um, let me grab again. Uh, Jim says, I think she touches Biden's leg here. Well, look, as long as consensual, I'm okay with it. If Biden wants it, she wants it, and Biden's wife's okay with it, and her husband's okay with it. What do I care? That floats your boat. You like touching people's leg hair? Do your thing. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Do your thing. Yes. All right. Um, let's see if I can go here. Grab a couple. You guys are throwing a lot of stuff out here. Yes. Shannon says, oh, my God, Larry, too much common sense growth thinking. Stop it. I love that. Mrs. Mrs. says, she sounds like a used car salesman. She does, doesn't she? She's trying to sell this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Mike says, telling people they're going to have jobs as she forces people out of their jobs. Wouldn't it? Thank you, Mike. That's my point. Yes. You're going to have a job. Oh, not this one because I'm going to fire you from it. Oh, and not this one either. Oh, and, you know, not, yeah, not not if you don't get the back. So, no, you you could kind of have a job, but no, oh, not that. No, sorry. Michelle says, Larry, did you did you do the entire 62 full shop? I have not yet. 
I have four stops left. I finished with stop 58 yesterday. And now I'm heading off December 4th and 5th for my final four, 59, 60, 61, and 62. I will end in Ulster County December 5th. So almost, Michelle, on my way. Still going. Still going. Barbara says, education equals debt. Absolutely correct. Yes. Barbara says, if just the rich people paid, paid their fair share, the government would have enough money to fix everything. It's those rich people, Robert. You're right. Those people. That's the problem. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, but Jamie says debt equals government win. So that's almost like, see, education equals debt, but debt equals government win. So education equals government win. See, I know my logic. I remember. Absolutely. Yes. I remember this. So. All right. Here. Sam says lesson one. I learned at community college, Harvard and community college teach the same topics. The difference is who sits next to you and the connections and references you make. Crony is, is alive and well. Sam, I wish you were wrong, but you were 100% correct. You star. Absolutely. The value of a of an Ivy League education isn't the education. That's not the value. The value is in who you're sitting next to and who they know and who their mom is, who their dad is, who their uncle is, who their aunt is, who their cousin is. That's, yep, that's the value. Who they know, how they think, what opportunities you can get. Absolutely, yes. That's the biggest thing. And, yeah, I, I saw that firsthand in when I was teaching in, in, in the Ivy Leagues. 100%, yes, yes. Lyndon says, you don't need job training programs. You need to go out and bust your ass on a job. Yes. The amount of people, as I cross the state, I meet who say that. I remember one guy said, and other guys agreed when he said it. He said, Larry, I'll hire anybody with a work ethic. Anybody with a work ethic. If you got a work ethic, I'll train you. I need you to want to show up. One guy said, there's true stories. I'm crossing this is last time, last year, maybe year before last year before. One guy says, okay, look, Larry, I just want you to show up. He goes, here's my entire, uh, um, here's my entire hiring process. <clears throat> I say the interviews at eight. I open the door at 7.55. If you're there, you're hired. Done. That's that's the interviewing process. Did you show up? And I told that story at another event. And when I told that story, some other guy said, oh, my God, Larry, he's so right. He said, this last week, I had 12 appointments. Six were no-shows. Four were late. So out of 12 appointments, two came on time. I'm with you, Lyndon. Get a work ethic. We need training programs. We need work ethic programs. How about that? How about no work ethics? Just go work. So, yes, absolutely. All right. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> Investment, Derek says. What a joke. Yeah, absolutely. That's that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Renee says, it's so hard to listen to her, Larry. You're on a roll. I appreciate that. There is this ghost guns. I know, yes. Ghost guns, specters. She sees those everywhere. She needs to call Ghostbusters. She's in trouble. Maybe them, them haunted house guys, the, the ghost finder people, they got to come out and figure out what a ghost is. I think that's it. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Dustin says, ban on ghost guns. What a platitude. 100%. Yes. Yep. That's great. Uh, Myron says, I'm pretty sure if you ban something that's already legal, it legalizes it. 
Oh, is that right? It's like a reverse. So if I ban the illegal thing, now it's required. So now we all have to buy ghost guns now. Okay. That's it. I love it. That's it. I love it. We'll just, we'll just ban, we'll just ban everything. And then I'll, and then I'll just, you know, we'll own everything. I love it. All right. Jamie says, someone quick, please tell the local criminals that they'll be in trouble for using those super illegal ghost guns. Cause you know, they follow the law. I'm going to go outside now and tell them. Dude, you can't shoot me with that. Why? Is that a ghost gun? Yeah, I bought it illegally. Those are banned. Oh, they banned the illegal ghost gun that I just bought? Yeah. The one you bought illegally? That's the one they banned. All right, I guess I can't shoot you now. That's what happens. Yes. It's very good. Maureen says, does she really think that street smart kids can be patronized and talked down to and that any of them will listen to her? She needs to hear and watch Officer Krupke from West Side Story. Yeah, I know the, the point is is a good point, right? Do these she just think that kids just don't know? That's it. That kids just think that, oh, you know what my only answer is? I want to go to a gang and shoot people. Of course not. Of course not. It's terrible how she thinks that. It's so simple, it's embarrassing. It's so simple. And then she brings up Kyle Rittenhouse. So, you know, if Rittenhouse will go to jail, all gun violence goes away. Right? Immediately. As soon as he goes to jail, all the gun violence ends. Because it's all because of Kyle. Clearly. So, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yes. All right. Um, Alvin says we need to live and let live ASAP. I'm with you. Yes, yes, and yes. Jim says smartness. That's how we'll do it. Do you remember what Cuomo used to do? It reminds me of Cuomo. Cuomo used to say all the time, you just got to be smart. He would say that. Meanwhile, he's been failing for 10 years. She's saying, we'll do it with science and smartness. But but we still need to figure out this special gun violent institute to figure out why it's happening. Well, then where's the science if you haven't figured out the science yet? Because no one's thought of it before. It doesn't make any sense. Like, it totally doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yes. So, yeah, Shannon says it. Oh, God, bring Rittenhouse up, of course. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Michelle says, Larry, I'll do the ghost hunting thing. That's right, Michelle. Yes, you will. Wow. Thanks for bringing that up. Yes, the haunted house. I was there. Absolutely. So, yes. Um, I'm going to give you a call. Have her talk to you. And then you can go over there and give it all her specters. Because she got specters everywhere. You can go take care of that. Exactly right. Yes. That's very good. Yes. All right. I hope someone does you, Casper. Can you shoot a ghost? I don't know. The ghost gun. That's why she wants to ban the ghost gun. All the ghosts around. Ghosts could probably use ghost guns to shoot non-ghost people. Or maybe she's worried about ghost on ghost crime. Specter on specter crime. Uh, I need to do some homework on ghost guns. Because maybe the ghost guns are used by ghosts. All right, Michelle. you got Now you got a big, you got a whole thing now. You got to find the ghost guns. You got to find the ghosts. You got all kind of work now. All right, I'll I'll set it up. I'll set it up. Yes. Joel says Hokel said Rittenhouse had an assault weapon. The skateboard guy had an assault weapon. Rittenhouse had a defense weapon. Ooh, nice, Joel. I'm I'm gonna steal that one. The skateboard guy had an assault weapon. Rittenhouse had a defense weapon. All right, I'm gonna steal that and probably give you no credit for it whatsoever. But at least if you hear me say it, you will know it was yours. But I'm probably going to give you credit. You might want to, like, take a clip of this so that you can later say, 
Harry stole this from me because I'm stealing it from you. So the skateboard guy had an assault weapon. Rittenhouse had a defense weapon. No credit to Joel. <laughs> so, yes. Good one, though, by the way. Very good one. Yes. All right. Um, let's see here. Jim says, except when I talk to God. She does talk to God. It's true. Yes, absolutely. She does. She does talk to God. That's very true. Yes. All right. All right. Shelly says she just pointed to the state flag and, and told it that it had the answers. Yeah, she doesn't know what she's doing. So she just like points to people and goes thing. But what about the person? She told, said the flag has the answers, but then the dude in the front row didn't. So the dude in the front row is dumber than the flag. Just saying. That's kind of bad. So, yes. That's what she's saying. So, yes. Um, let's hear here. Um, Ray Billmar, we can all evolve constantly, hopefully. I hope so. I do, right? I, look, I hope he stays more libertarian. I hope he does. I don't know if he will. I hope he gets more libertarian. I really hope I really hope he will do so. Yes. So, Bernard, how do I volunteer if not from New York? You can volunteer for the campaign always. Absolutely. Please reach out to the page. Let's say you want to volunteer. Someone will grab you. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. Pete, can I have multiple entries for the Money Bomb hoodie? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 100 bucks. That's the deal. Yes. 100 bucks. You're in. And if you do more for every 100. So do 1,000. You get 10 entries. Got Pete Clark money. Excuse me. Yes. I'm teasing you, Pete. You know I love you. Yes. 100%. All right. Nuno Clip says, Larry, how is the left and Dems winning? In 2022, there's going to be a red tsunami type coming and fast, better chance of a young libertarian populist, fresh new blood than the GOP than back in 2010 and 2014. Um, I'm not sure there's a, a fresh chance for libertarian blood in the GOP. I'm not sure. In the past, that new blood's been corrupted every time, right? And is the GOP struggling for a new idea. I'm not sure. Tea Party days, the GOP was struggling for a new idea. I think most of the GOP is MAGA. I think that's their G- I think that's their idea. I think they require a new idea. I'm not sure of that. I'm not a Republican, so I can't be sure of that. I'm not, I'm not deep in the in, in the party. So I'm unsure, but my gut tells me that they kind of have MAGA. They don't require a new one. I think in 2010, 2014, they needed something new. And they grabbed more of the Tea Party type stuff that they were grabbing more of that. I'm not sure if the party actually wants anything new right now. So maybe. But do I think that the there's going to be a, a, a red wave in 2022? I think there is. I'm not sure there's going to be a, a wave with a new ideology. But I think there will be a wave. I think it'll just be another MAGA wave. That's my view. But I could be wrong. All right. Um, let's see here. Craig says, I was telling my dad about your reparations plan. He says, what if people don't want to own their own businesses or be the front for their white friends? You want to know if there were options other than having to be uh, a business or investing. There are, of course, right? And the idea is simply you want to begin to own things. It doesn't matter what it is. So you can have part ownership without being a front person or doing anything, right? You can just have ownership. But something else will happen. Your friends will have ownership. And what will happen is that that idea of networking, if that makes any sense, that we talked about with Sam, will work in your world. You, as a black American who decides, I don't want to own a business or invest, will still get a good job from your black friend who will be owning a business or investing. You will get a good house and a good, pro- and a good price 
from a black business owner or a, a, a black owner of a, of a house who will be renting to you. So you'll benefit through your community, even if you aren't the one doing it. Just as many people in wealthy communities benefit when they don't own physically own a business, they have good jobs because their community and their network has good ownership. So you will benefit even if you aren't the actual owner or the or the uh, investor. I hope that was clear. All right, all right. Um, so if I can keep going here. Um, Ryan says, "Big shout out to Lynn's Uptown on Colvin Avenue, Albany. Thanks for inviting Larry. Fifteen years ago, you you sponsored our softball team. Oh, that's awesome." I love that. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. That, that's that's very nice. I I do appreciate that. That's good. I do that 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 idea of of uh caring about um baseball teams and communities and 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 stuff like that, right? So that's very nice. So yes. All right. Um let me keep going if I can. Um, she ignores the facts. Yes, absolutely. Kyle says, what is your take on the LP in Delaware and New Hampshire? You know, I'm going to be very forward. Some of you will be upset when I say this, but I'm going to say it anywhere. I don't care. I, I, I don't care. And people will get upset and go, Larry, you got to take a stance on these things. No, I don't. I don't care at all. It's not going to affect me and my race and the people around us and any of those things. It's just not. Um, that's a Delaware issue and New Hampshire issue. It's not a Larry Sharp issue. I'm not concerned. Whatever happens, happens. Move on. Let's get some good candidates. Let's try to win some elections. Whatever. I know some of you are like, what? Yeah, I don't care. But the LP and the national, I don't care. I don't care. I want the L- national LP to do one thing for me and one thing only. Get ballot access for our presidential candidate in 2024. If it does that, I'm pretty happy. If it helps every other state that's in trouble, New York sometimes too, helps them get ballot access. I'm good. Everything else, I just don't care. Sorry, guys. Just don't care. So Chino says, have you met your goal of 20K yet? I have not. We are almost halfway through. Please help out if you can. I would like it to happen because I don't want to give up that... um, I don't want to give up that other 20K. Those of you don't know why this match thing works. When you get new uh, donors, um, when you get new donors, uh, sometimes large donors who can write checks for 10, 20, or $30,000, they don't trust you yet. And they don't want to be the biggest donor. So they test you by saying, all right, Larry, if you're really as cool as you say you are, then show me you can raise some money. You raise 20K, I'll give you 20K. If you're full of it and you really can't raise that kind of money, why am I going to be the jerk who gives you money and you can store it away? So new donors, and I'm working on a lot of new donors, they expect me to be able to raise money to show that I'm a viable candidate. So as I foster new, larger donors, I'll be doing a lot of these things. Remember, in my race, I can take $44,000 as a max, and I want to have some donors who will give twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000. But they don't want to just gamble on me. With if you were Chino, if you were writing a check for twenty thousand dollars, you want to make sure I'm the real deal and I can get stuff going. I'm not some has been. So I got to show that I'm not a has been. That I can get people to give me money. That I can get people to get behind me. So he gives it. So no, not yet. We're working on it. So yes. So Derek says my mom is making that sausage stuffing. Oh yes, absolutely. I do love that. Chris says, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? 
Is this a Monty Python thing? Yes, it is. This is um Oh, uh, um I've forgotten which Monty Python it is, but yes, the Holy Grail. Right? Yes, is King and he talks about what yeah. A swallow actually goes pretty fast though. It goes like 40 miles an hour or something. It goes pretty fast. A swallow goes pretty fast, like 40 miles an hour. They're actually pretty fast birds. That I happen to know, but I couldn't tell you what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow. Isn't it didn't he ask something? Ah, uh, okay. Sorry, I'm saying that Jim has it. African that's right. They, you guys are some Monty Python fans. You pull that's a that's a pullback. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. I love that. Got it. I love that. Very good. African or European? Um, so some of you are not going to get that. That's Monty Python inside baseball, guys. I'm sorry. But that's what that is. So, all right. All right. Um, Shelly says, how do I get a no-show six-free job so I can donate to you? You got to hang out with Hokel. This is what Sam is saying. You got to be in the right world, right? So you can be in the right world, start some nonprofit, tell Hokel you're going to, I don't know, save some people. I guess kids, I guess you're going to be, tell Hope you're going to be some kid's mom and she can put all the strings on you uh, as possible and you're going to say for a salary. That's how it works. Just do that. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Um, man, you be, I'm mad. I know, but it's happening, Ryan. I, it's not like I'm just being forward, right? It's moving that way. If I don't come up with an answer or someone doesn't, we're going to get something worse. So I got to come up with something. So, yeah, Nicholas said, I'd sit behind you for free and tell folks where you are. Thank you, my friend. I don't got to pay you $100,000. Okay, thanks. I appreciate that. Yes. All right. Um, Jason says, start a nonprofit, then lick politicians' feet. Jason's right. That's how you do it, Shelly. He's got the plan. I mean, I don't know if I want to do that, but that is the plan. So, yes, that's how you would do it. Yes. Michelle says, so would I. I know. I'm not mad at him. I mean, I get it. Someone's giving you 200 grand, sit behind him wearing masks and tell him the great leadership. A a lot of people would say, yeah. Yes. A lot of people would say, yeah. I'm not mad at him. So Brian says, so how does a negative income tax work? What does it look like? It's, it's a little bit different. It's, it's a, it's UBI style, but it isn't exactly UBI. For those who don't know, UBI is universal basic income. And basically, in that world, everybody gets a check every month. Doesn't matter who you are. Poor, rich, old, young, everybody gets a check. And a check is a flat number. And the number is supposed to be a number that is a number that you can survive on. Not thrive, survive. The other problem with that is in certain parts of the country, that's a very different number. There are some parts of the, of the country where you get 2000 bucks a month, you're fine. Some need 5000 bucks a month, but you can't even survive. Depends upon where you are in the country. So either you do it by, I don't know, area code or something. I don't know. Oh, you just do flat fee. Everybody gets it. And you just move where you want to move and live where you want to live. But that could be another one. But it's a, it's a flat fee. Everybody gets no matter what. In the theory of it, all other forms of public assistance go away. That's not going to happen in our world. No, reason why I'm against it. But in theory, Brian, this is, again, I want to be very clear. Theory, not practice. In theory, everybody gets this amount and all other forms of public assistance go away. So for the sake of argument, I'm making this up. The number is, say, 2500 bucks a month. Everybody gets 2500 bucks a month and there's no food stamps, no welfare, no Social Security, no disability, right? There'd be none of this in the theory of UBI. 
you get a flat number. Maybe it's three grand a month, whatever. And there's nothing else, but everybody gets that. So everyone has a minimum income to survive and then do what you want. That is UBI. The thing that people like about it in concept, again, in concept is that all the bureaucracy goes away. There's no bureaucracy. There's no, there's no reason to check this. No reason to check that because everybody gets it. Everybody's eligible. There's no reason. And the number is the same for everybody. So all the bureaucracy goes away. Just everybody gets a check and that's it. And supposedly you save a lot of money because there's no bureaucracy. So it probably would be, to be forward with you, probably would be cheaper if it were to go that route. But it's not. So if we did it, we would just throw it on top of stuff. And that was originally Yang's idea. Throw it on top of stuff. So now I'm getting everything plus this. So I keep all the bureaucracy, all of the bad things, and I get this. So in theory, again, I'm talking theory, Brian. UBI comes out. There's no need for a minimum wage. There's no need for anything else. Everyone survives in a basic income. If you want more money, you make more money. That's the concept of UBI. Now, negative income tax. Negative income tax is a little bit different. Negative income tax says there is a number that you're supposed to make that is a minimum. Again, sake of argument only, $30,000 a year. I don't know what that number is, but sake of argument. So now everybody gets a check that would equal the $30,000. As you make money, you lose a little bit of your check so that you can work your way up to eventually pass that. That's a negative income tax. So you only get money that makes up to the 30,000. So if you make 15K, you get a check, for, you get a equipment check for 15K that you can make enough money to work your way off of it. If it makes any sense, right? So you would begin to work your way up. So if you could work your way up to, to everything, keep benefits to a certain amount, blah, blah, and work your way up. That would be the concept of negative income tax. It's a little bit different. I call that a ladder, not a crutch, because in regular UBI, you never get off and never get to check. In negative income tax, only if you blow a certain threshold. So the government would only give you money if you're under a threshold. You'd always make at least a certain amount, no matter what. Minimum wage is not required. Other forms of Social Security are not required because everybody makes a minimum amount of money. So negative income tax of all of the UBI schemes is the least bad of them, if that makes any sense. So, yes. All right. Um, let's see here. Stop taxing income. I'm not fighting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Larry says, so ask me anything, Larry. Hey, Larry, what was your best meal? Where was it in West New York this past weekend? There were a couple of them. Do I got to pick only one? There were a couple of them. There was a diner that I went to. I'm going to go to my, my Larry Sharp page real fast. So this is the picture of it. There was a diner that actually was very good. Um, I can remember the diner. Mm-mm-mm. Of course, now I can't remember the diner. Um, but yes, there, there was a diner that was, I had that the, the morning that had uh, eggs and sausage just the way I like it. That was good too, because I like my eggs very runny. I know it sounds gross, but I do. I like my eggs very runny. And most places will not give me runny eggs, even though I ask for them. They usually won't do it. They'll, I'll say make them soft and loose and they'll still be brown, burned. But I, I, that's very common. And I want them to be very loose, like just warm them up. I'll drink them. It's fine. I, I like loose runny eggs. I do. Um, Leroy's No Finer Diner Breakfast was very good. Their breakfast was very good. So that was one. That was in Leroy, and that was uh, yesterday morning. That was for my best breakfast. And that evening, 
just dinner. I had a pretty good chopped steak at the joint too, but that was probably my best breakfast. And often, since I'm on since I'm on keto, I eat a big breakfast. And I often don't eat again until dinner. Like I don't I don't eat because I'm off doing things and running around, and I don't get, eat that much. I drink coffee like there's no tomorrow and just keep going. So yes, so yeah. So anyway, um, Juan says I was on the fence on UBI, so I saw how lockdown payments has daily affected our economy. That's my other piece, right? Which is, while I, one reason why I don't want UBI for that reason, Juan, you're right. It makes people feel like they can stay home. I want people to go out and do stuff. And I feel like it doesn't do, it doesn't do a good job of that. I agree. So, Ryan, Larry, I love to be forward. There's a reason why I use that phrase. I usually say to be forward or to be frank. I don't want to say words like honestly or actually, which is what most people will say. You know, honestly, actually, that language casts doubt on your language. Like, do you hide things? Are you dishonest? And I'm not dishonest. To be forward says, I'm not going to flower my language. To be frank says, I'm not going to flower my language. But I'm always telling you the truth, and I'm always giving you, you know, what you really need. I just might be nicely nice about it or more polite about it. Forward means I'm not going to, I'm just going to say it. Frank Sims going to say it. So you will very often hear me say to be frank or to be forward instead of to saying honestly or to tell you truth or actually, because that casts doubt on, doubt on your language. And I've trained myself over the last 10 years to never say or rarely say, you know, honestly, to tell you the truth. I don't use those words. I always say either to be frank or, or I say to be forward. So that's why I say it. I don't want to cast doubt on my language. It's just good training for someone to speak that way. So yes. All right. Um, let's see here. Um, Juan says, remind everyone that your events are posted on LarryShop.com. Yes, it's LarryShop.com slash events. Right? LarryShop.com slash events. Go there, you'll see all my stuff. Yes. The juggling junk removal. By the way, the juggling junk removal is a uh, young man who is running uh, this business by himself. So it's awesome. So on his own, so please go help him out if you can. Yes. All right. Hi, Larry. It was nice to see you Sunday and Monday. I'm James. Yep, from Jar Farms. Jar Farms, that was great. And, and gave me some cool bacteria bread. I didn't know that existed. Using bacteria versus yeast to grow, and you toast it. And I'm going to have some of that tomorrow, because I, I actually put the bread you gave me in the fridge in the hotel I was staying at. So I can keep it. Now I let it out and I brought it. I got it home. I'm going to have some tomorrow because tomorrow I can have carbs. It's Thanksgiving. So perfect timing. I will try it and see if it's good. They told me that it smells bad. I'll find out the hard way then. So, but thank you for that. Um, urgent question. I trust you and, and fully support you, but I don't trust government. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. So when you become governor, I still trust what you personally. I don't support it and trust the government that you're in. And no matter how cool you personally are, I am cool. You're still in trust, but they don't trust. You can gain my trust of government by changing government, but until then, I'm trusted, though. So let me be very clear. It's a good point, right? A lot of people say this. Larry, how do you trust this? Here's how. It's important that government become grossly transparent. And I mean insanely transparent. You see me. I talk about transparency all the time. We have to be transparent. That's the only way we will eventually trust government. We're not going to. Well, I shouldn't even say government. That's wrong. Institutions in general, the more transparent we are, the more we will eventually trust our institutions. 
We don't trust any institution, right? James, it's not just government. It is government. It's all institutions. We have to become more and more and crazy transparent so that people can begin to trust institutions again. It's the only way. It'll take time. The more we're, we're transparent, the more we shrink ourselves, the more control you have. The second thing is, once you have more control over government, you'll trust it more because you'll have more control over it. Right now, we have none. Right When you have more control over it, when it's smaller and transparent, you'll trust it more because you'll be able to control it better. So, yes. Um, let's see. Chrissy says, I immensely regret my expensive and fancy graduate education. There we go. James says, question, what's your stand on the safe fact and what we do about it? You have not been watching my stuff at all. You have not been watching. That's okay, James. Welcome. I am the only candidate on record to say there is absolutely no need for the SAFE Act nor red flag laws. I've said so publicly more than once during an actual debate in 2018. I said so on New York now. We should get rid of the SAFE Act. How do we do that? Just getting rid of it now is impossible now because there's too much of the Senate and the Assembly on board. But here's what we can do. Non-enforcement, starting in Western New York and moving across the entire state. When we get sheriffs to agree to not enforce it. When you have a governor who will not punish them right now, if they don't enforce it, they get punished by the governor. That's what happens right now. I want them to not be punished by the governor. So the first thing the governor must do is create a priority of enforcement. It would be unconstitutional for the governor to not enforce the laws, but it is constitutional for the government to say the priority of enforcing safe act is the lowest possible priority. In fact, if you're a law enforcement officer and you can either pick your nose or enforce a safe act violation, Pick your nose. Not just that. When you see what's happening, most of you don't know this. Most people who support the SAFE Act think it only affects the, 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 the militia guy who's hanging out in Western New York. Nope. Most SAFE Act prosecutions are people of color in cities. Yep, 90%. People of color in cities are most SAFE Act because they throw the charges on top of them so they'll plea bargain down to something else. So you know what? You don't get the murder charge, but take the gun charge, don't take the gun charge, the murder, whatever. That's what it is. They use safe act violations to throw it on top of people in the cities. So let's stop enforcing them and tell the DAs to stop. And when they don't stop, the governor should be pardoning safe act violations that are not that are not anything to do with the safe act. Start pardoning those violations off the bat. When you start pardoning those violations, DAs say, Why would I bother charging? DAs stop charging. Um Sheriffs start enforcing. Now we have two or three years of data showing it has changed nothing because it will change nothing, James. It's a useless law. It just hurts people. It doesn't help anybody. Say that goes away. That's how we get to repeal it by two years of non enforcement slash pardoning and then showing that data and then repealing it. That's how we do it. No one else has a plan to end the SAFE Act. I am the only one. The Republican doesn't either. So just so you're clear on that, if you care about the Second Amendment, the only party for you. Libertarian Party. There is no one else who would do it. So, yes. Anyway, all right, I'm keep doing that. Um, Peter says, Larry, you need a nice big tour bus with a podium and speaker system for your campaign. Working on it. Might be an RV, but maybe a tour bus. Yes, I like that. Yes, <laughs> that's very good. All right, um, let's see if I can do this here. Let's see here. Um, let's see if I can grab a couple more of these. Um, the problem with Kyle's situation is he's a better shot than most cops in the street. He is targets from a prone position, and there was no incidental casualties. 
Well, you know, someone said something, and I forgot where where someone said it. Was it on my show? I forgot where I saw it. Someone said that Kyle showed more discipline, more 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 tree discipline than most cops. It's true. It's true. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Larry stole something from me. I'm so honored. Yes, absolutely. Yes. All right. Um, let's keep going here. Um, changing the GOP from inside isn't the answer. The leaders of the two major parties have strangled all major decisions, then passing up Ron Paul in 2012, put the final nail in that coffin. It's a valid point, Jason. It's a valid point, right? It really is. It's a it's a valid point. It's very hard to do. So, guys, I want to ask you because always like, comment, share. I know I always do, but please don't stop. Like, comment, share. It doesn't matter. Please, if you want to support the show, World's Smallest Political Quiz. Please click that link. Take that quiz. And if you've taken it already, share it with your friends. Get people to the page. It's the advocates for for self-government. I believe in them. They're ways of making people think and talk. Please do that. If you want to support me personally, head over to LarrySharp.com slash 20K. Click that link. It is double donations right now. I got a 20K person who will give 20K if we raise 20K. We are on our way. Click now, make that happen. And for you magical, wealthy Bitcoin people, there's a Bitcoin too. Click that right there, LarrySharp.com slash crypto hyphen donation. You can give me some Bitcoin if you got it. Like I'm not greedy. Just give me half a Bitcoin. I'm not half. Not even a whole Bitcoin. Give me half Bitcoin. I'm not greedy. I'm not greedy. I appreciate it. Guys, I'm going to run. It is late Thursday. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thanksgiving Eve. I'm taking off tomorrow. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time. I hope with family and friends. Um, I will see you all. on. I'll be here on Friday. I will see you all on Friday.